This is Where's the Mic Podcast. I'm Dylan. I'm Adam. And we are... I just already said it. It's Where's the Mic Podcast. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you going I have no clue where I was going. Oh, welcome to episode four. We'd like to start off with... Um, we're just going to say... We fucking hate Donzelitis. We, we hate Donzelitis. Or Zelitis. Or, <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't like him. just don't like him. I've met him. I don't enjoy his writing. If you are in theater, especially in high school, you probably have heard of Don's Zelitis. Um, we, we hate him. <laughs> not like hate, like uh, I wish... I just... No, not like I wish he was dead, dang. Just kind of like, I don't... I It's... It's... it's it's a, a strong dislike. It's it's a very strong dis- dislike towards. So, him. mine is mostly just based off his plays. He they're written to be comedies, but I don't find that funny they're at all. They're comedies that the jokes are just like, here's a joke, eat it. And How they I'm fucking thinking of it, it, it down is your it's, throat. it's like the comedy for the dim-minded. <laughs> it's just kind of. It's just. It, it has comedic elements, but they're just randomly thrown into things. And how something that's written to be a comedy is, is you take the funny things out of everyday life. Yeah. Which he doesn't do. He just kind of like, oh, here's a joke. It's like modern shoved Adam in your face. Sandler. Yeah. And how I just described it is at least Adam Sandler went through a good phase. Don Salinas never is, did. It is very true. Yeah, I'm taking the Instagram photo right now. <laughs> Should I take a Twitter photo for us? I mean, you can. I will. I will do so. Uh, so you see. you talk about when you met Don Zalitas. So I met uh, him at, at Nationals, and it started off like kind of meh. <clears throat> he, was, he was just a presenter, and then he started talking about himself, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I am 32 times better than Shakespeare," which right there was like. Look, I'm what? not the hugest Shakespeare fan. I do think he's a good writer, good classic, but there, are, there are people who worship him are fucking also weird. I know. Um, and he was like, he, he it wasn't like he did it like once as a joke. Like he did it, kind of looked at all of us to see how it was received, and then was just like, yeah, yeah, nice, yeah. <laughs> it's really like the room was kind of like, what? and then he was like, okay, we're gonna do ideas. I'm like, we went through ideas, and anytime someone had a good idea, he would straight up just kind of be like, yeah. Not how I would do it. And they're like, that's not what this is about. This is, his class was about just how to, it was was just about finding your inner, like, comedic writing. Um, and then I met him, and I was like, like, can I get a picture? Um, we just... We just did one of your one of your plays, um, where you know we we do a lot of stuff, and I and I got to nationals using one of your um, an excerpt from one of your scripts. Right. And his exact response was, oh, "Okay, cool." And then he just fucking like shoved me aside. He's just looking for money. Straight up, I was. I don't like, think he deserves it. I was like, wow. I was like, even even like famous famous actors, if you said something like that to them, that's great, man. That's good to hear. Usually, yeah, they're at least somewhat respectable it felt like how not quite as bad but when you hear people talk about meeting kevin spacey in person before you know the whole thing oh well, yeah yeah yeah. before he was gay <laughs> i think you're just proving his point now what the fact that he did it just because he's gay and then, you know what i mean though. yeah i know what you mean before he, you he mean. decided oh you know it'll get me out of this this <laughs> this jam i'm a homosexual <laughs> 
Uh, if that worked, what a guy. Imagine if that had actually because it fucking nearly did. It did. It almost did. It, oh, I remember. Like there were a few articles I saw. It was like we're maybe going a little too hard on Kevin Spacey because he was struggling with his sexuality. That's not. So, you know what else was struggling? The people he was fucking using. <sighs> Okay, let's get off the topic of <laughs> Kevin of rape Spacey and Kevin Spacey, and let's get back to where we don't were. Don't like Don's. <laughs> yeah, we this just is why I'm not allowed to talk for too long. But we want to talk about things that are actually funny, and not him. <laughs> yep. So um, we're just gonna. Do we want to start? What do we want to? Are we gonna start off with plays then? Since like plays we find funny. Yeah. Um, do we want to build up to our belief of the funniest play we've ever seen? Do we? We have that. We oh s- yes, that. yeah. It's it, I believe yeah. it's what the, we're, we, we're on I the same I think we page. Know, both know there's there's two and one. Two and one. One, what does one that and mean? two. Oh okay. Yes, okay. we're getting it. Okay. All right. Um. So, one is a play within a play. Um, yes, it's it on is. Netflix. Enjoy it, please. Oh, hello is the is extremely hilarious, it's, especially if you're in theater. Has a lot of theater tropes and all this. It's it it's, is it is our favorite play. It is our our favorite play we've never seen in person. Is how yeah. I'm gonna say it. And we get a lot of honestly, we get some flack for enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Unfounded, because it's <sighs> funny. Like I don't. It's genuinely funny. Nick, Nick Kroll and John Mulaney are genuinely funny they're people. They're comedians. And the thing I don't get is like, we've had people be like, it's not funny, it's not a good show. From people who I know like John Mulaney. Which is or weird. Or Nick Kroll. I, don't, I find it weird. I don't understand. It's, I think it's hilarious. But we thoroughly enjoy that. It's fucking great. Um, the second one now I'm, I'm a little unsure of. You don't know who, what we're talking about? It's, it's one of two. I'm not sure which okay, one. Okay, what do you think? Elo, Elo Go- Governor. The fuck did that come from? One man, two governors. Yeah. Or, um, oh my god, what's the name of it? Something Rotten. Really? I fucking love Something Rotten. Something Rotten's great, but Very I always, funny. I always think of One Man, Two Governors. Okay, no, that's what I was. My first thought came to my head, but okay, then you're let's like, talk about Something Rotten first. And <laughs> no, that's fine. I was we just, I thoroughly enjoy it. I, I think it's very good. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, they do a good job, especially with the theater thing. It's that's a that's another theater related show because yeah. it's about Shakespeare. Um, side note, though, real quickly, uh, uh, play that goes wrong. That's a great also one. Also, very good one. Very funny. Um, but, if uh, you've seen noises off, that I is fucking so good. pissed off. You need to see that. I know. I really want to see it um, again. Okay, I've seen so it once. one man, two governors. Fucking great. It is the funniest play I think ever written. It is so. F- it is a great job of <laughs> even breaking so the fourth good. wall. It's uh, so it's, it's it's kind of like just classic comedy mixed with modern comedy. Oh yeah, it's so the the synopsis the synopsis of the play is that there's there's one like bumbling fucking idiot who's um, actually like as you realize as the play goes on he's kind of like a genius like secretly yes. he doesn't he doesn't even know he's yes. a genius he just like. Does things and it somehow turns out kind of kind of yeah. Good. Um, who accidentally gets hired by essentially two opposing people? The play starts off. Um, he he's is, working for oh he's God, working the for name? this guy who this absolute fucking chav <laughs> who's just like 
all right, get this done. I, I want these people gone. Deal deal with my problems. Well, he was he wanted a letter delivered at first. Just yeah, like, that was take the this job. to the post office. And then one of his friends comes by and is like, "Hey, can you deliver this letter for me? I'll pay you." And so he starts. He has the two letters, and then he has the two. Um, <laughs> he is solely driven by food. Also, oh, yes, like solely driven he by has, food and alcohol. So he has the the two letters, and they each hand him uh, a slip. Um, for them to pick up letters for them because yeah. need, he needs a slip and he gets them all confused and he's like putting them in in and out of his pockets getting them all mixed up because he has like a pocket for the notes and a pocket for the letters and then he's like wait i need the pocket uh, one pocket for the person that has both the letter and the note and yep. it's just and he ends up and at one point he puts one in his mouth while he's trying to figure it out and he's like "Ooh, that actually tasted kind of good and while he's going around he's like was this the one that tasted good and he just starts chewing it and ends up eating the entire thing <laughs> it's and so... um, and not long i think before this actually he gets in a fight with himself yes that's fucking right it's oh hilarious where he's just like he's calling both calling himself an idiot and not calling himself an idiot yeah. and arguing with himself about it and he's just punching himself in the face punching his crotch he and then it he it's tumbles like, around the, on the floor and ends like up a, hitting himself on the head with a garbage can lid and then is knocked out. It's like a scene from an old, um, like, Warner Brothers cartoon. It is. It really is. It has a slapstick. It has... Uh, it's good. And then from then on, the, the food part is... <laughs> it just The final scene right of up. Act 1 is where he's serving food to both his governors, both the people he works for. In opposite rooms. In opposite rooms. And he's trying to go with the food, but, he's, but he hasn't eaten in, like, two days. Yeah. Because he hasn't gotten paid yet. So he's sneaking food from everyone's plates. And then he starts to and he's mix putting up. And he's putting it in, like, a big bowl that he's just going to eat later. Yep. And then he starts to mix up which food's going where. No, it's not him. He's, he has no, it's two great, waiters that are helping him. And it's the old, like, uh, they, yes. dithery dude. Um, he... They're getting it all mixed up. He's sneaking food. He there's there's a um, plant in the audience who he pulls it's fantastic. up. Who he pulls up and is like, "Here, can you hold this for me?" And has the person hide every time that someone walks in the room. Oh, but when the, he's taking the food, the greatest plant of all time. I think is in this. that show. It's before. It was this. before that. And he's like, "I'm so hungry. Does anyone have any food?" And he looks at the audience, and a guy in the audience goes, "I have a sandwich." And he looks at him, he's like, you do? And they start talking about it. And he it. asked, like, what kind of sandwich? Yeah, and he's and it's like, like, it's like, a hummus, hummus sandwich. sandwich. He's like, who the heck eats a hummus sandwich? <laughs> um, and in... I don't know if it's in the script. It's not in the script. What? The thing that you're going for, I think. The, the tearing? Yeah, of, that's yeah. not in the script. So in the actual auditorium... In the one we saw. They had um, signs up on the walls that, like, no food allowed in the auditorium. Which... You you see those and you just go like yes that, that makes, makes sense. sense, and they use it to their advantage because he looks at the guy and he just goes uh, I don't remember what the dude in ours said he, he just, just you know he just he just grabs it and he's like right. do you see what this says and then he and tore then he just rips it in, in half. half, but I mean it was done so well we genuinely thought the dude with the sandwich just fucking had a sandwich on we him we didn't think it was a plant we thought it was an actual person it was which crazy. I think is helped by the setting we saw it in right because I think if you saw it in a professional theater you'd be a little confused. But if it was like a smaller theater, yeah, it works best in smaller theaters. For oh sure. yeah, though you could switch it. Like if it was in a big, like if it was like a DCPA or in the Belco, you right. could totally be like, 
does anyone have like any food? And so I'm like, yes. And they'd be like, what is it? Popcorn. You could totally do that. That's true. And then you would just like be like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know, man. Um, it's so good. It's it, so the, good. The, 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 most of the comedy comes from the first act. From the second act, it, it's still funny. It's just not The second as... act is where like you're like, oh, there's actually a plot? Yeah, I know. But it's still really it's still, well done. It's really well done. Um, the original, uh, it started on the West End. Yep. And then it came to Broadway. And then when most... it was on Broadway... Um, that main guy was played by James Corden. Oh, that's so good. I know. Oh, that's I know. so, so good. So if you're a fan of James Corden, there oh. are like trailers online you can see. Um, it is hilarious. It has that scene where he's fighting with himself. He went from that to being a fucking cat in, <laughs> in the new cats movie. His character, I hate the most just looking at it. Come on, let's go! And he just fucking it. belly bumps another cat. Ugh, I hate it. Oh, it's so I hate the way weird. He looks, Why did they do it? He looks just they... like a fat cat in the hat. No, one hundred percent. He, he looks like he looks like someone was told what Michael Myers' cat in the hat looked like, <laughs> and then they were like, "But make it look slightly more like James Corden." And they're like, "You, I got it. You just I got make it, it bigger." Yeah. Uh. And like they just like slapped a fuzzy photo of James Corden. Like that's what he looks like. That's not a comedy that we're gonna be excited. Is <laughs> it a comedy? I don't even it's know. Not a comedy. I mean, if you cats want... is about a fucking cat sending other cats, well, one other cat to heaven. Via st- spaceship, via a dance contest. I know. <laughs> the man who wrote that had to have been doing an obscene amount of acid. I mean, the thing just is, like if you look like, at, like waking up in the at, morning, no, popping at, a tab. If you look at some of Andrew Lloyd Webber's other works, it doesn't make sense at all. He made um, Phantom of the Opera, the musical version of School of Rock. <laughs> The amount of stuff that this guy has done that is actually oh good, and then throwing God. cats in there. <sighs> I'm telling you. I think that's comedy looking at it, just reading the synopsis. That's I'm, the comedy. I'm fucking telling you. He, like, one day was like, I need to write a play. I need to write a musical. I'm just going to take a tab of acid every three hours and and see where it takes me. Probably. And he, like, took the first tab, looked at his cat, and his cat started to, like, dance in front of him, and he was like... <laughs> Shit, you're on to something. <laughs> I like where this is going. I'm surprised. Then, like, another cat. Like, yeah, maybe he had two cats. I don't fucking know. Maybe it was a stray cat. But he saw two cats interact while high as shit on acid <laughs> and was like, what if one of these guys went to heaven? <laughs> and he just went from maybe there. Maybe he, like, imagined one of them, like, floating upwards and just assumed. What? One of the songs is called, like, the Rum Tum Tigger or something like what? that. All of the song names are I names like how you talk to your cat. Mm-hmm. It's it's and abhorrent. The, it's abhorrent, Dylan. I, I feel like the play would be much better than the movie. Because even in the movie, first of all, they look extremely creepy. They're creepy. It's weird, too, because the CGI isn't bad. No, it, it's, it's good just CGI. That, it's just human faces on cats. So I, I watched Because the they're thing, also made the same So I watched the thing about cats. this, actually. So someone on set said like there were no motion capture suits which is not true because if you look at behind the scenes photos you can see motion capture suits and some of the things i don't know why they wouldn't but what oh it's rum tum tugger rum tum tugger i went tigger because yeah i know the poo um but you can see actually i watched a vfx thing about it's really clear that what they did actually is they cut like the faces out and just so remove those then they built a 3d model matching like the person's body proportions and stuff and laid that over them 
So that's why the faces look so out of place with everything else because they're essentially just like that's the original thing. They're a sticker that then has an overlay of what fur should look like, which is why it is so far in the uncanny valley where you're just like, what the fuck? Why couldn't they just make it a little bit more like literally do as uh, Brian said, and where he was like, there was a movie made, and they just used makeup and practical effects. Exactly. Just do that. That'd be so much better. Would have been so much better. Anyway, back to... We got a topic. We could just talk like that. We I could mean. talk like that. I, don't know I was, was going to say, back on... Because I was going to talk about, like, the CGI. We could I learned, talk about CGI. I learned today about... um. So, I have seen the first half of the prequel thing that was in, like, 2011. I have yet to see the original thing. The Thing. By John Carpenter. I need to see it because I know it's a good movie. Yeah, I know. I know I will love it. Um, but I learned that, and I was really confused. I found this months ago. I was just like perusing YouTube and I found, uh, this company studio ADI. Um, they're the company that did all the practical effects for the, the new, the thing that came out in 2011. Hmm. But if you watch that movie, everything is CGI. Oh, I hate and all the practical effects are fucking amazing and terrifying. You can you can you can find them on YouTube. Just, just look up Studio ADI I will. the thing effects. I plan on it. Probably tonight even. But I watched a video today about why that happened. And apparently they did all this practical effects work. And then also I'm gonna reference so the video is called um it's by a YouTube channel named Fact Fiend. And it was just called Fact Fiend, like why the thing why the, the thing prequel was so bad. And the studio reportedly said, like, oh, well, the practical effects make it look too much like an 80s film. So they just put CGI, like, over stills the over the practical what? effects. And the studio that did the practical effects got a bunch of shit for it. Like, what, your effects weren't good enough? Which is why they uploaded all this stuff to their YouTube channel. And showed how it was actually good. To be like, good. no, fuck you guys. This is what we actually did. I want to see this now. I it's so it. good. I much love... I, if, well, practical effects are cheaper. They're cheaper. That's what I never understand. It is It is cheaper. It's just you have to do them in production rather... Uh, you have to do them while you're filming rather than when you're yeah in editing. Which, I mean, it saves you time in, fil- in filming, but, like, it it takes away the magic in my, to some degree. It's it's weird. Well, here's the thing, too, is, like, CGI is still, unless you're looking at, like, backgrounds, where, you know, like, someone's, like, they, they put in, like, a CGI kind of background to make the set extend right. further. When it's CGI on a person, as an effect, you can always tell... Well, because, yeah. Because it is, it is not in a place... It's not like a blurry been... photo in the background. Exactly. Whereas, like, practical effects, I mean, it's real. It is real. It's there. It's right there in front of you. And that's why, it, like, you're... like I, so I find practical... Movies with practical effects are so much more immersive. That's why, like... Like, Tarantino movies, ugh. everything in them is done, like, practically. Right. And it's fucking great. It's... And, like, Hateful Eight. Fun fact. So they recorded most of that movie actually in a cabin on a fucking mountain. Good. And then when they could no longer film there, they built the entire interior of the cabin in a studio and then turned the studio's air conditioning all the way to the max, really? like, lowest level. And there was a quote from one of the, I don't know if it was stagehands or actors, but 
Either way, the quote was, it's colder in here than on that damn mountain. <laughs> I had seen this video. It was them constructing the set for um, the Wolverine. The movie in the Jap- Jap- Japan. Oh, yeah, the Wolverine. Yeah, the Wolverine, yeah. Um, they built, like, that entire house Holy in a shit. studio. And then, like, they did all this crazy... It was It was a lot of practical stuff. And even though the movie wasn't very good, the like the amount of time they spent, I think like a year just building it. Holy shit! And they made it look like I was actually there, because it was it was it was all practical. It wasn't anything made up. They they I mean they made like green screens on the side and they put stuff there, but like the entire house was yeah. was practical. So. That makes me think of... There's a movie. I'm going to uh, check the name. I want to find that video, though. Because, like, that's a that's really fun to watch, honestly. It's a movie? Because they even... Oh, they even had to make everything waterproof, too. Oh, yeah, because of the amount Because of they had the rain. Um, and they had to find a way to store the rain and keep it from... It was crazy. So there's a movie... I'm trying to find the fucking name of it. Um, but... The entire set and, like, everything is is in a studio, and you can tell. And, like, the houses and streets are literally just outlined in, like, masking tape with <laughs> words like street, house. Yeah. Oh. It's really fucking weird. That's... Like, really weird. But, like, the cinematography and the acting is all fantastic. What is this for? I don't... I'm trying to find the, the name of the fucking I movie. It's driving to the wall. I, I want to... Um, I actually want to watch that. Here, to talk for a bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and... Um, I guess I can talk about practical effects. Uh, just looking at, um, say, like, Marvel movies. Like, the CGI they put in that is really good. But, like, you look at the moments with, like... Especially in... I noticed mostly in Infinity War. That was when I first really paid attention to it. Was... Um, in the scene in the in the alien ship and there's it's Iron Man with Spider Man meeting Doctor Strange for the first time. And that stuff. Just looking at the Iron Spider suit and Iron Man's suit, like just looking at the comparison between his suit and the face is just you can very clearly tell that it's CGI and I really wish they had just made that actual suit and then they did all the crazy fun Morphin stuff. This for. is the set of the movie. It's called Dogville. Ooh, that right. looks like that looks like the set of like a Twilight Zone. So like thing. you can see, it's just like someone's garden and stuff like that. That's weird. Yeah, I like that though. But like, I mean, it's fucking. It's Nicole Kidman. Oh, what? Right. I don't know. But yeah, just Marvel movies. I see is just they just throw everything out for CGI or just oh. Disney in general. Especially the, nowadays. The one thing they don't, though, is which is weird, is costumes. They try and do every costume as Not practical as in possible. Marvel, though. Yeah. Some of them. So, like, but like I was just saying, the Iron Man one. Well, like that's the true. earlier for, Iron Man stuff for well, sure was the reason that um, the reason that the so Infinity good. War one wasn't. Yeah. Practical, I think a helmet was. There were a few parts of it that yeah, were. Yeah, usually the helmet are. There is. were a few parts of it were, but I think the reason they said it is like it's the first Iron Man suit that, because of how in the movie it's made, like in the movie it's nanobots. Yeah. 
nanites, whatever the fuck he picks. Um, because it's that, they couldn't, like, they, they would, they struggled to build an actual set. But I think also there are set photos you can find where he's still got, like, an actual suit that's upper body. Oh. But it's not, like, hard material. It's really weird. But, like, all the, for the most part, all the Spider-Man suits were... Even Iron Spider? I don't know about Iron with, Spider. But, like, I mean, even with the things in? I don't think with the things in. But I'm saying, like, in general, because, yeah. like... Because um, that was the one I've noticed most, was the Iron Spider suit. Yeah, because Bucky's arm, um, I don't know about Infinity War. I know, I read somewhere in Winter Soldier, they built a big oh, connective good. thing that, that he was actually able to move. I don't know if they used it in every shot, because, you know, like, for example, the Iron Man suit, half the shots, or probably probably three-fifths of the shots, are CGI, and right. others are suit. The original right. Iron Man wasn't. I know. I miss the original Iron Man. The original Iron Man movie, most of those suits were fucking practical. Exactly. It's amazing. It's so much fun. But then the funny thing is, I swear to God, the CGI on the original Iron Man suits is better than the new stuff. I think so, too. And I think it's because the newer stuff is stylized. And I also think the newer stuff, they just... They focus so much on CGI that they're trying to rush through everything, too. Yeah. To get through it. Well... Especially with the year difference. I mean, Marvel movies are, for the most part, animated movies now. I know. It's like it's like something something crazy, like straight up two thirds, seventy five percent. It's something ridiculous like that. That is what is animated or CGI. I hate it. I hate it. I miss practical. It's not. I mean, there are some things you can't do. Well, of course. Of course, there's some but things. Like, and replacing it with CGI, but as long as you focus a ton of time in the CGI for it, then I don't but, see what the issue is. Especially with a company like... like I mean, okay, Dis- Disney does a fantastic job with CGI. They do a good I job with say. CGI, yes. Just sometimes you can definitely tell, and mm-hmm. I just don't like it. Like... Like, Thanos, you definitely have to do CGI. I couldn't but, see... But holy it. shit, is it like... it's Because they put a really lot of time into good. it. Yeah, and I but the reason they put a lot of time into it is because there's a um, a thing an interview where they're straight up like, well he's he's the main villain so he has to be able to emote <clears throat> and act and like actually we need to see Josh Brolin's performance truly through. Good, I know this like Thanos like there's um a video where they like show, and a really common thing in like CGI, is when someone's talking, they're only their mouth like lips and chin and stuff move. Right. Whereas, like, if you ever look at someone talking, like, they're up, like, around well, their cheeks the entire move. face like, moves. Like, face, like, up, like, even on the fucking forehead. Oh, they're, oh, they're like, the, yeah, and it was wrinkles like, and stuff. When Thanos is on screen and talking, there's, like, actually stretching, like, everything is moving and contracting. They've, they've put a lot of time into that yeah. Thanos. Same with, I think, Hulk. Yeah. I think it was, like, the same, they did the same thing for Mark Ruffalo. But, <laughs> fucking smart Hulk looks <laughs> such a fucking... He he just looks exactly like Bruce Banner now, but just big. Honestly, I would. And it sounds weird, but I would describe his appearance as just a fucking nerd. Yeah, <laughs> you know what a I mean? big a big fucking nerd. Yeah, literally a big, big nerd. Yeah. Oh. But, but I love that. Yeah. When we remember when we were gonna talk about comedians. Yeah, we were starting off with com- comedy. Oh well. I mean, we can get back. We can to jump it. back and yeah. t- like, we should take a break though, and then jump back. Into well, it. I think. 
Does that sound good? We're half an hour in. No, no, they they, they can keep, you can keep listening. Well, they're gonna keep listening anyway, no matter what. It's you us that what? take the break. You know what, Dylan? It's for us. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay. And welcome to Where's the Mike Podcast. Uh, today's your sponsor here, Huffy Huffy Steve with Huffy Steve's markers. <laughs> markers made for you to huff. You ever looking for a good high? You know it. <laughs> and you want to hide it from the authorities? Oof. We sell the best permanent markers to huff. <laughs> they don't write for shit, but goddamn, will they get you messed up more than a... <laughs> Just end it, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> That's probably really loud because I was like two inches away. <laughs> I'm like gonna wheeze it. You can see by like the fucking up, like Just the. Hope, uh, that now time? I get the hiccups again. Nice. It just keeps happening. Remember that time I blew your mic <laughs> with a fake ad? Yeah. <laughs> it just happened. I just get the. Oh. Why the fuck? Does last. No one wrote in. That's why. What? I asked someone to write in last last time for a cure for hiccups, and no one wrote in. He's had these for seven days. Bro. It's just going on. It's a disease. It's gonna sp- spread. <laughs> spread to others. Watch out. The fuck is going on? Jesus. All right. Adam, you're next. No, I don't want to be. This isn't the thing. Uh, during the break, I showed Dylan those clips. Oh, it's so cool. The difference, it's right? It's crazy, because you're like a CGI. It's so so cheesy. Because I think they probably also had to rush it. since. That's the other thing, the too. Original the original thing The reason was, the CGI is so shit is because it was done at the last minute. Because they're like, oh, wait, never mind. We don't want these practical effects. <clears throat> These practical effects look too much like they were made. Uh, and then we looked the at the practical effects from the original thing. But the practical effects Studio 80 I did are better than the original ones, too. I know, because they're modern. <laughs> yeah. They're 30 years after. It's fucking ridiculous. <sighs> Sorry, my hiccups. Anyways, go watch John Carpenter's The Thing, 1982. Well, I it. Also, Soon. watch uh, Predator. Not like- The Predator, not Predators, just Predator, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger in 1987. Yeah. I was showing Dylan the practical effects on the suit and everything. Oh, so cool. And also, how fucking tiny Arnold Schwarzenegger looks next to the dude who played the Predator. Ugh. Literally, like, a, he's, like, a solid foot and a half shorter. It's and crazy. It does, like, <clears throat> it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's a big guy. It's, it's like, it's like us standing next nickname. to our girlfriends. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, we're back. Uh, we're going to talk about comedians now. Comedians. Like we originally planned on. So um, I think it's easiest to talk about ones <coughs> that people can actually see, like the ones on Netflix. Mm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you can go ahead and watch these whenever. Um, we can start with... Sorry about the laughing that might be heard in the back. All that noise that might be heard in the background. They know we're recording. I don't understand. You know what? It's fine. You roll with the punches, still. I guess so. You roll with the punches. I guess so. All right, so comedians. Okay, comedians. Um, let's. We mentioned John Mulaney earlier. Let's talk about John Mulaney. I fucking he's love John Mulaney. Now, <coughs> we both agree his older stuff is better. Yes, I do. I do. However, his new stuff isn't bad. It's still 
hilarious. Hilarious. He's 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 very good at telling you know like his stories. His stories are hilarious because he tells them with the voices, but they're but they're still they're like John Mulaney's voice, yeah, just with a slight like, dif- slight difference, which makes it so much funnier. It's like if John Mulaney was to be in a movie where he was every character, but. All the characters so, were still John Mulaney. It's like if you just switch Nick Kroll and John Mulaney in um, yeah, Big Mouth. Yeah. Because really, Nick Kroll does all the characters, pretty much. Yep. Um, anyway, uh, J- John Mulaney, he's had, he has three on Netflix. Uh, Comeback Kid? Comeback Kid was the second one. The first one uh, is Noon? Noon Town? Noon Town. Noon Town. Yep. And the most recent, most recent one came out, I think, this year. Yes. Uh, he's in Radio City. Oh, so this one is just. Called oh, it's. I think it's just Radio John City. Radio City. Yeah. Um. Or no, there's something else. I don't remember. Um, I'll those check. Those are all hilarious. Uh, um, my one of my favorite comedians I've been listening to recently, Bo Burnham, also on Netflix. It, uh, Kid Gorgeous Radio City. Kid Gorgeous Radio City. Um, Bo Burnham has what, which is hilarious. Yes, he does. You can listen to it on spot on Spotify. He has a CD of it, although you have to watch it in person. Um, and then he has his more recent one, Make Make Happy, which is also funny. But I prefer both. I prefer of, what? And both both of those are on Netflix too. Both of those are on Netflix. Yep. I um, remember a time they were both like one was on and the other was off, and they switched. Okay. Looking at Netflix titles, sorry, I ran across one of my one of my favorite comedians, which you told me to watch, and I have fallen in love with him. But I cannot find any other material than his Netflix special, Daniel Sloss. He's a hilarious, fucking great guy. He's he's literally in like a comedy club performing this. Yeah, it's it's a bigger comedy club, but it's still still a comedy. And I'm not gonna spoil the joke. One of the jokes, because like the joke, like kind of that caps the first the first special is like fuck and when he's like when he's like you don't know what to do do you laugh dude don't you fucking laugh <laughs> that whole thing is it's good fantastic but my favorite part in that first one is when he's like oh yeah ma he's like li- having liberal oh, parents yeah, yeah. sucks because he's he's liberal liberal parents yeah. in scotland he's like and they always supported me and it sucks and he's like so one day i was like i'm gonna be rebellious and he's like i'm gonna go out and I'm going to start drinking. And he was like 15 and his parents were like, what? we expect you to do this like three years ago. You're Scottish. What You're the Scottish. fuck is wrong with What are you with? doing? Um, I think the first one was like swearing or something. I don't know. Um, but Just it's, watch it. It's the really. last one that is my favorite. When he's like, I'm going to start having sex. And he's like, yeah, my mom looked at me and was just like, ah, with who? <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so great. Uh, talking about like lesser known comedians, Dimitri Martin. I will say though, Dimitri Martin is a little bit of an acquired taste, but he is gold. If you like that comedy, he is hilarious. So it's just, it's just one liners. It's just a bunch of one liners. And it, it's back really to hard back to, to back. tell. He even does some like he'll play the guitar some sometimes. Oh, I love that. Well, doing he puts it. on a harmonica and he plays the guitar, and then just ha- plays the guitar <laughs> in the background and just it's like it's like lightning round. What just one liners? It's, it's and then he'll amazing. like sometimes in between them just play a little bit. Yep. It's fantastic, but and it's really funny too because if you start watching him, I don't remember what his special on Netflix is called, but he starts one of his things starts off as like a story, and you're like you're like oh my god like this is fucking ridiculous, and then you like 
he ends it and it's just a punchline and a one line and you're like, <laughs> holy shit, that whole thing it's just a one-liner. was just a setup for a fucking one-liner. That's what he does. Which, oh, that reminds so... me. That leads in perfectly to Dave Chappelle. Because there's one thing that Dave Chappelle did. It, he told a joke at the very beginning and he ends it. It ends the thing with the exact same joke. And it's... I don't remember Dave what the Chappelle joke was, was, but Dave Chappelle is hilarious. He's fantastic. He has, like, three? <clears throat> yes, he has three on Netflix. And I think one Netflix. of them was a, is new, and it's... A new one? Um, yeah, the one that's Because I know there, there's, there's one that's yeah, a series. Yeah, the one that's Dave Chappelle, which is The Collection. Which the is Collection, that's what I was thinking. But that's... The I Collection mean, is hilarious. So it's fairly new. Right. Um, and then he has one further back. Comedians don't put out things very often. Well, they can't. No. Because they were on tour for a while. And they got to fucking come up with material. It's a lot of ma- an oh. hour of material. Donald Glover. Donald Glover's special on Netflix oh. is fucking great. I mean, Donald Glover is the man of many talents. He's a jack of all trades. He... He's kind of given up on two of those trades, though. Right. Sadly, his comedy was the first thing to go. Which his is comedy's a, really good, is, too. It's really good. It, we, we've only seen Justice 1... But he does have one a half hour one on Comedy Central, I think. There's one you can find on Comedy that I, Central. I would like to find. I actually, I think I watched some of it. It was really, but it was what I found was really funny. Yeah. Um, he tells a lot of good jokes about it's. It's a lot of just his childhood, and him co- growing up. Uh, a lot of good stories that they're really funny. Him growing up in a foster but home and. One of the things he wasn't fostered. Yeah, he wasn't they, fostered. They, they fostered kids. Um, the thing when he talks about like, uh. W- women wanting to be walked to their cars and shit. And how he didn't understand that. He didn't understand it. And then he's oh. like, he's like, oh shit, I, you know, I, didn't, I walk out to my like, car. Because it doesn't happen to guys. Yeah. He's like, he's I like, see a random dude and I'm like, hey man, what's up? And he's like, you guys see that? And you're like, oh fuck, don't rape me. And he like, <laughs> explained like how difficult it would be for a guy to do it to him. It would have to be like really sneaky. <laughs> and he described it as like the guy would dress up as a chair in a movie theater. And he just sits down, and he's like, oh, crap, I just sat on a dick. <laughs> it's I, oh, dang great. it, I just got raped again. Oh, it's so funny. It's so, so funny. It's also I'm sorry, that might seem kind of offensive to some people, but trust me, it's 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 not. It's really funny. Don't worry. Do not worry. Um, I was saying... He, he, takes, he takes a hard concept and makes it into a comedic <clears throat> situation. He, he's really good at that. He's just, oh, Donald Glover's so great. I, I Shouldn't have him. been a Lion King, though. I think it's fine. Hearing it more, apparently, apparently it's the it's not the singing. It's it's the it's lines. Ang- oh, okay. That are that the are the lines. Up, the, fuck you. <laughs> Get out of here, you Dimitri Martin wannabe fuck. It's easy, okay. It's not easy for an hour of one-liners. It ain't easy. There's being... so many one-liners. That's the other thing too. Is, yeah, the sheer amount it's of an hour one-liners. of one-liners. It's an hour, and it's not like. He tells a 15-minute story, and then it ends with a one, one-liner. It's like he tells a two-and-a-half-minute story that ends in a one-liner. And then the next five things are just like, yeah, I, uh, I was hitting the head with a hammer. Ouch. Not that shitty. No, not, not, not But, like, bad. that quick. But it's, it's, it's literally, literally, like, 30 a 10, seconds five long. Second, 30 second it's thing. It's ridiculous. And they're just back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. He's great. It's... And... Um, uh, other other comedians on Netflix. Uh, Tom Segura is I fuck one we love. Burt Kreischer because they're best friends. Yes. Um, just Tom Segura tells, he's just a comedian as a middle aged man. That's that's just how you describe his comedy. Yep. It's good though. Um, 
it's like Louis C.K. but turned out t- toned down. Yep. Um, if you've seen Louis C.K. Hold on, wait. I, that, not when I can I read off some Dimitri Martin one-liners. Go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> I want to commit a crime during a reenactment and turn it into an enactment. <laughs> Automatic paper towel dispensers are a solution to something that was never a problem in the first place. <laughs> I went into a clothes store. And a lady came up to me and said, if you need anything, I'm Jill. I've never met anyone with a... Con- <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Just say it. With a conditional identity before. <laughs> uh, per capita, just about everyone has no idea what capita is. I want to buy a bunch of hermit crabs. Make them live together. Like, it's stuff... <laughs> some of them, like, they don't even really sound like jokes. But, like... But, like, you like for example, the hermit crab one, you're like... What the fuck? And then you realize he's just saying, I want to put a bunch of hermit crabs in one shell. It's the No, no, no. No, it's the irony. No, no, no. The irony. They're hermit crabs. God hermit. damn it. And he wants to make them live together. So there's two jokes there. It's mostly... He does a lot of irony, I, But I'd there's say. there is two jokes there. Yeah. There's... It's... They're hermits, so they want to be alone. And then putting them into one, one house or living together means they're all in one fucking shell. Ugh. It's good. So, yes. Definitely give Dimitri... He has two... Uh, I don't know if they're both on Netflix. Um, they were on both on Netflix at some point. But definitely give them a look. He does like a Pictionary sort of thing. Oh, you got a good I'm one? sorry, this one relates to us. Okay. A musical is the same as a burlap sack. I wouldn't want to be in either. <laughs> uh, like, it's a very simple joke. When you have a fat friend, there are only seesaws. There aren't. There are no seesaws. Only catapults. <laughs> it's. They're just fucking. They just. They're so just simple. cheesy one-liners. But there's and a lot of. But there. But so there's a surprising many. amount that are like actually good though. And there's so many. That's the thing is he has an so hour many of it. Of just in thinking of an hour. Well, he has several special and he tours with, with them each like ten seconds long. It's crazy. <laughs> Man is ridiculous. A hero. Okay. Who were we on? Uh, we were on Tom Segura, Tom Segura. and uh, Burt Kreischer. Uh, Burt Kreischer is the is the guy with the... Um, I'm the machine. The machine one. Which... The, I'm sure a lot of people have heard Fun of fact, he fucking hates telling. <laughs> like, but it's the only thing he's known for. But everyone is like, oh, it's Burt Kreischer. And it's funny, there's a, a thing where him and, him and Tom Segura are on um, a Hot Ones thing together. And he asks Tom Segura, like, like, all right, what's what's your least favorite uh, Bert joke? And he looks at me, and goes, "The machine one." And he's just like, he's like, I hear it too fucking much. I I'm hate sure it you got so it. much. You gotta hate it because it's just over and over and over and over again. It's so funny. <sighs> um, yeah, Tom Segura. Oh, both he has of like three or four on Netflix. <clears throat> yeah, he has three. Three. Um. I fuck it. I don't remember what any of them are called, but I mean, if you search up like just the comedian's name on Netflix, it yeah. comes up. Yeah, you'll, you'll I think Disgraceful is one um, of them. That's why. I yeah, I know Disgraceful is one of them. Um, <sighs> but Tom Segura and Bert are both people who, if you get offended, same with Daniel Sloss. Yeah. And Dave Chappelle, and Dave if you Chappelle. get offended easily, don't launch them. Yeah, they do sell some that could definitely be taken. Offensively. Like, if you're easily offended, there's a Tom Segura joke where he's like, I was checking into a hotel, and the guy was like, Segura, but you a white dude. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I thought Segura was a Japanese name. That You know the one I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like, the guy looks at me and he goes, 
Segura. And he's like, fun fact, you say any anything at all in that voice, it sounds fucking Japanese. It's true. And it's true. It is true. And it's not super offensive, I but people yeah. will people will fucking find really? a way. Okay. Anyway. Uh, other comedians on Netflix. I um, watched recently Christina Peretti. Is that good? I would it is good, need to watch Because I've seen Christina Peretti stuff before. It is good. Um, she does a really good job. Okay, personal opinion. Netflix has a really good selection of comedians. I hate to say it, it does not have the greatest selection of female comedians. I... <laughs> Christina Peretti is one of the few people she's she's, a, she's a female comedian I definitely enjoy, enjoy a lot. Um, but uh, and it's not like it's because, not well because <clears throat> she I mean she because I mean I've noticed a lot of people do take their gender into their comedy and she just takes it completely out or yeah. she like makes it seem like it's also from the other side. She's like, oh, imagine how guys, you know. Well, and I think part of it is um. A, a lot of female comics, a, a great example is, um, oh my god, what's her last name? I can't pronounce Let it. Let me see. Uh, Eliza Schlesinger. Eliza Schlesinger. I, 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 I've seen some of her. I have started watching it. I They're don't enjoy okay. it. And honestly, though, a big part of it isn't like, oh, it's women jokes. I don't get those. It's that, like... I just don't. No, she tells them in a weird way. Yeah, exactly. She tells them weird, and for some reason, all of like I swear to God, all of her jokes end in a voice like this. She does kind of do it, kind of just like over dramatic um, everything at the end. And I think, I think, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I, I hate to say it, like, but Netflix, when it comes to t- t- female comedians, is not the greatest. Um, but ooh, ooh, uh, there's a list right there that's not a female, but <laughs> well, well, hold on. Uh, I Sarah, say, Sarah Silverman is one who I enjoy. However, her voice does get annoying. Oh, okay. it's just incredibly nasally. Oh, like I think she sick. just sounds. Oh, it's um, that's comedic. She's thing, no, it works. But Good. she is the um the the gumdrop fucking little girl in Wreck It Ralph. Oh yeah, I can so, understand it straight out. Yeah. Chelsea Peretti. Great. I fucking... It, her, I mean, the title of her special is one of the greats. And she is. She is one of the great female Fantastic. Um, For sure. Not even going to get started on Amy Schumer. We don't need to. Yes. Uh, uh, but Chelsea I... Handler is, is pretty great. She has a lot of yeah. good jokes. Um. I only watched, I'm only halfway through, or I was only halfway through her special. I would have to probably restart because I don't remember uh-huh. half of it. But she's also fantastic. Um, also, I got on this subject because I feel like female comedians are just often, like, looked, just ignore them. Yeah, it's, which it shouldn't be. No, because there are a lot of there great. There are definitely a lot of great comedians. Unfortunately, a lot of the big female comedians, like I don't find Amy Schumer, funny. are not funny. I don't there like if you go on and like watch um when it what was what was the what was the reality show about comedians it was just like the comedian version of American Idol I have no fucking clue there was there was I forgot what it was called I really wish I remember but there was there was it was oh my god I know what you're talking about yeah. now fuck there's like an American Idol but comedian um and there was you know it's it's like 50/50 split between male and female and they're not like hour long things. They have like a five 
Five minute stand up. Yeah, it's five minute stand up acts. But I know they're like oh. so funny, all of them. Yep. No, and I've found that like if you look at them, if you ever go to Comedy Central and just look up like just look at Comedy comedian Central sets, because Comedy Central does a good job um, of finding stand up comedians. Yeah, a lot of their like five minute to ten minute comedian sets are amazing. I love them, and I mean like pretty much everyone. Like it. Well, it, yeah, because they they're focused they're on just that. Great. Because if you have a short amount of time and oh. you really really focus on it, it's gonna turn out good. A special I enjoyed was not expecting to. Ellen's new new um she has a special yes on Netflix it's called oh. relatable it came out last year huh and it, I genuinely I was like first 10 minutes I was like I've never really been a fan of Ellen not so great and then I started watching more I was like actually I'm pretty I'm enjoying this okay. fairly fairly a fair amount um while you were on the topic com- topic of comedy just Central, say it I wanted to get to uh Trevor Noah who oh. does The Daily Show on Comedy yes. Central. Don't join him in The Daily Show. Uh, he's love... okay in The Daily Show. But I... if you listen to, watch his stand-up comedy on Netflix. He it's too, so much better. so funny. I, I think, he tells I think... great stories and he does a good job of doing the voices. I think really that's why I don't enjoy him as much in The Daily Show. Well, he's kind of limited to yeah, news. Yeah, exactly. He's limited. he's limited to news. And like he has to kind of be Mr. TV personality. When he does his stand-up, he's just up there like fucking around. Yeah, he's doing what... And it's great. He's always done. I love it's great. Trevor Noah. Um, he has some really great ones. Were you going to say Chris DeLilla? I was going to say or Chris DeLilla. Yeah. DeLilla? DeLilla. Yeah, because I saw you when I was looking at... That's the, what I was thinking screen. of. You were like... <gasps> Chris DeLilla is... He has a very specific he's... kind of comedy. That is definitely one that could be offensive. <laughs> uh, for sure. <laughs> a little bit. Um, but... He does tell jokes in a weird... He does, like, the Eliza Schlesinger thing of, like, the voices, the very end. But it's not quite as exaggerated. Also, like... But I think... He he does multiple, like... He has different voices. He does have different voices. It's not one... His main voice and then one separate one that's the same every Also, time. the only comedian I really think is bad is Amy Schumer. Because yeah. even, like, Eliza Schlesinger... I don't enjoy her comedy. I don't she think it's She some good things. But I know for a fact there are people out there who love it. Yeah. Just Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer steals jokes. That's why. <clears throat> and she's been revealed to steal jokes. And she also, I mean, a lot of people you know, admitted to, to rape. And people were like, good on you, Amy. So that's not cool. <laughs> Neither is uh, deafening our <laughs> listeners by getting right up to the mic. Which you've done several times tonight. I'm really bad about it tonight. It's okay. It's um, okay. No, yeah, Crystalia though. Great I love man, Crystalia. Um, I'm not the biggest he, fan of his, him, but he's great. His comedy does kind of get old if you watch it like back to back. But if you watch him like sport, short little spurts, it's not bad. That's one thing I like about uh, Daniel Sloss and um, specifically, well, I guess not specifically, but Bert and um, Tom, Tom Tom Segura. Is I I have watched all of their specials several times and I still Ooh. still Ooh. Them. that brings me to one that I constantly watch several Let's times is Jim Jeffries. Oh my God! How did I, I forget lo- about Jim? I Jeff- don't know how we forgot about Jesus Jim Jeffries. Jesus Christ! He is hilarious. Okay, if you get offended, also by another anything, offensive guy. The most he's Australian. If that kind of help. <clears throat> yeah. So there's a lot of fucks. There's a lot of cunts. It's it's. <laughs> His language is really the worst part. It's kind of like my speaking. <laughs> Which we have to tone you down a little bit for the podcast. No, we don't. A little um, bit. A tiny bit. I did prevent you from saying the other word 
two day, two two episodes ago. The c word? No, 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 no the n one. I wasn't gonna. Jesus Christ! You were gonna. No, maybe I don't know. Okay. I was quoting anyway, something. Anyway, I know you're quoting something. Um, um, Jim Jeffries is hilarious. Yeah, Jim Jeffries. The, he has a. He has a story about. Um, Performing oh. at a party that he really should not have been at, and it is oh, I was, fucking hilarious. Uh, I just want to preface uh, one of his offensive ones is his joke about his son possibly being autistic, and about yep. how he handles the situation. Yep, that one is. And then he just like ends it with like, "Yep, I'm autistic." <laughs> And not his son, him. Yeah, uh, it's really funny. It's gr- It's so great. really definitely. Wa- that's I think that's what at the near, near the top of my list of who you should w- definitely yes. watch is Jim Jeffries. Um, um, another comedian I have not watched. Dylan keeps telling me you need to watch me. Anthony Jeselnik. Oh yes, he is. I if still you're a fan. If I you're a fan of dark comedy, he is great. If you're he, a fan of if you're a fan of Jim Jeffries, you're a fan of dark comedy. <laughs> exactly. He has two specials on. Netflix now. Why even you want? You should watch it. I just haven't. I haven't had yeah. time. But definitely do it. I think you like it. Um, but yeah, he definitely has a lot of dark comedy. Um, he he even in his first special he even has like a moment where he's like, okay, if you find this one offensive, uh, then I don't even know why you're here. <laughs> oh, another one I listened to, um, David Cross, who um, he brings in his political. Yeah, David Cross a is, is a lot more political. So if you are very left, left leaning, then yeah, very, very and you left-leaning. agree with stuff, then you can watch <laughs> it and you'll enjoy it. But if oh. you don't agree with him, then it's really not that funny. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you do agree with him, sometimes sometimes you're like, oh, that's a bit much. Yeah. But he um, is funny. He does a good job of telling. Very good comedy special on Netflix is. Um, American Ham by Nick, Nick Offerman. His 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 comedy special. special? Yes. What? It I is, need to watch this. It is like tonight. That's it Nick is amazing. Offerman. I love Nick. It Offerman. is amazing. It is very funny. Nick Offerman is there funny. is a bit in the middle where it cuts to him like woodworking, and he's like, "I'm sorry for this, but um, the network said that <clears> this <throat> song was too inappropriate, so they told me it couldn't be in the show." Wow. And he's like, "So here's 30 seconds of me woodworking." <laughs> he's just. <laughs> Back to you. That man is he is he is Ron Swanson in real he life. He is like straight up. It's it's. Amazing. I love in like TV movies where they base the characters off the real life actors. I would say actually, yeah, because it makes them a lot better. Like Parks and Rec is not, not a comedy special, but fuck, is it a good show? And it, it is every character in that. We're, we're just plays on the topic himself. of comedy, so yeah, we can talk. But everyone about plays pretty much themselves in that. Chris Pratt pretty much played. Fat oh, Pratt. I love. I love Chris Pratt. Um, so funny. Aubrey Plaza also pretty much plays Aubrey Plaza. Just Aubrey Plaza, just a little bit darker. That's the thing. Everyone, they, usually, they kind everyone of exaggerate plays, themselves. Yeah, so everyone usually. plays themselves exaggerate. And they change like one or two little things. Like so uh, Nick Offerman to Ron Swanson. Nick Offerman's very liberal. And Ron Swanson isn't even but Ron conservative. Is, he just literally hates... Like, he hates every party. You're right, he he is libertarian. He's and then libertarian. He just hates the government with he, a fucking. He just hates passion. everything about the government and. Democracy. I joined the government to take it down. <laughs> but he still very much loves America. 
Because yep. uh, in the thing where they go to Europe, he's like, <laughs> history began in in 1776. Everything before that was a mistake. <laughs> I love that. No, a line where they're like, this is American. And he goes, yeah, the only bill that's worth anything. <laughs> yeah, because he's trying to buy something in England. And he's like, we don't accept American bills. And yep. Which is actually funny, too, just because the, the pound is worth more than the American dollar. Yes, it is. So he was probably giving them too little, too little money. It's okay. Oh, it's he's great. Uh, that show's great. I it is definitely. Um, if you're a fan of The Office and you haven't seen Parks and Rec, definitely watch Parks and Rec. The Office. Um, can we talk about that for a bit. We could talk about The Office. I enjoy it. It's. I do yeah. think it's overrated. I. I mean, it's just given a bunch of hype. It, it's it's kind of like Raisin Cane's. It's decent, and I mean, people definitely, well, like, enjoy, definitely it. Enjoy, enjoy it. You definitely enjoy it. You definitely enjoy it. It's just but, like, but it's hyped is up. Is it the best show ever made? No. It's not the Fucking, best show ever made. It is, is it the funniest really funny. show ever made? Still no. I it's personally, really, it's I, definitely up there. I personally think Parks and Rec is better, though. I think it's better at storytelling, for sure. Oh, it's so good. They're both, they're both good, though. They're both great. I had to stop watching The Office, though. Why? This is a weird story. I got uh, sick right before I went to nationals. Uh-huh. And I had weird... I was So I was sitting like on the couch all day just like with a fever in and out of sleep watching The Office. Every night when I went to bed, I just had weird fever dreams about The Office. <laughs> just weird fucking fever dreams you know about The Office. I, we just, need to, I had to stop watching I think it. I know a topic for another episode. Dreams? Dreams. Dreams. <laughs> we right. already... Tune in next week. Uh, unless we have a guest, because we thought we were going to have a guest. We can have a dreams with a guest. Yeah, it's true. We just got to find someone with a lot of good dreams. Yeah. But yeah, I was having weird fever, weird fucking fever dreams. Wow. And so I like switched to a different show, and then I just started having weird fever dreams about that show. And I was just like, well, You're a weird me. kid, aren't you? I am a weird kid. Um, yeah, so that, that will be another episode. Yeah. <laughs> I think we already figured it out. We had a lot of trouble deciding the past two, obviously. You just listen to them. You know? But we're good. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, is that it? That, that's what I was asking you. That's why you said... Oh, you're, you're no, like, no, no. We're good. And I thought you meant like, yeah. No. I mean, end do it. you want to end it? I. It's an hour. I feel like now we have to. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, um, bye. Well, thanks, thanks for tuning in. Bye.